Welcome to the OA Light a Candle Meeting podcast. Visit our website at www.oalaig.org where you'll find three separate speaker feeds with over 400 speaker files, forms for ordering CDs for these speakers, and a place to donate to keep this special service active. I would now like to introduce our speaker for tonight, Colleen. Hi, I'm Colleen, recovering compulsive reader and bulimic. Hi, Colleen. And I always get nervous. I'm always nervous. Um, welcome to the newcomers, and congratulations to the tip, take, tip takers, and um, it's an honor and a privilege to be of service and to be in this program. And I have pictures, um, which I'll pass around, and for those who can see the photos, like some of these photos, this is like two months apart, and like 50 pounds different. <laughs> this is the only picture, the, the heaviest I've ever been, and I like ripped up any other photos I've taken. Um, and I think there's other, like, just, you can just see the extreme highs and lows, and that's just kind of what I wanted to show. So, what used to be like, what happened, and what it's like now, um, just for the newcomers, like, if you don't identify with my problem, you're not going to identify with my solution, and I was eating, like, food was my comfort. Um, the things I would do is I would eat my roommate's food, and and replace it, and then eat down back to where the cookies were. Um, I It's so funny because I don't remember a lot of events in my life, but I remember what cake I had at someone, you know, someone's graduation, but I don't remember whose graduation it was. Or, um, you know, I, did, like, I call it the food fog because I don't remember. I have so many blank memories, and it's because either I was eating or trying to lose weight, or trying to, you know, keep it off, like the mental rat wheel was always going, and um, so, yeah, I just, um, I'm doing a big book study, a big book study with my sponsees right now, and so, um, it's kind of, it's fun, not fun, but it's interesting to remember a lot of things that I used to do. So I've been in program. People like numbers. I'll say the numbers. Um, I've been in program almost like nine years. I have four and a half years of abstinence, and then um, I broke my abstinence, and then I have another four and a half. And um, like in what nine years, I have not stocked a bathroom. I have not, um, you know. I sorry, I'm so nervous. Mal, I know why I'm so nervous today. Um, I ha- like I used to make all these charts and graphs and how many pounds I would lose and you know ten weeks out I'd lose you know twenty pounds and um, you know I used to do mail order diet pills because that back then there was no internet and you have to do mail orders and while I was eating like the, this big Toby's muffin it's called Toby's muffins where I grew up and then like eating a box of muffins and taking diet pills like that's just all craziness. And so, in nine years, I haven't taken any diet pills. Um, I haven't stocked any bathrooms. But I, I had lost my abstinence. And, um, but I got it back right away. And, you know, I, um, I don't know, I'm still so nervous. I can't believe I'm so nervous. Um, so, I just would, I'd just be crazy about the food. Just crazy. And um, I would use laxatives. I got into laxatives because there's like sugar pill or sugarless candies that would give you a side effect. Um, 
and I would do that. I would be, I'm a compulsive, I would compulsively exercise. I have been 50 pounds overweight, and I'm 15 pounds less than I am right now, and I'm 5'10", and so I'm not, I mean, I'm not a little girl, but I'm not skinny or anything like that. And my, at my bottom weight, I was never happy. Like, at my, my thinnest, I was just crazy. All I could think about was how many carrots I'm going to eat that day, how many miles I'm going to swim, how many, you know, counting calories in my head. I was just not present. And, um, oh, it has given me such a gift, um, such a gift, because, you know, I don't stock the chocolate bunny in the break room anymore. And, um... So what happened was, is I came into program because I, oh, I went to Weight Watchers and what they taught me was portion control, but they didn't teach me, like, it wasn't a spiritual program and always given me something I haven't, and it was really hard when you're, and if you're new, like, don't worry about, like, keep coming back and all the slogans. I thought the slogans were so cheesy when I came in here. (laughs) And it's it's like learning another language. And so just keep coming back. It'll all make sense. Um... And so what happened was I was like going, I went to Weight Watchers and of course I was successful. But then I started putting the weight back on, I started binging again, and I was like bursting out of my Ann Taylor pants and I'm like, I'm desperate. You know, thank God I had the gift of desperation and that's what got me to OA and has kept me here. And um, so I came to OA desperate, overweight, crazy, and um, what OA has given me is sanity. Like, I have sanity today. I realize I have choices today. Um, like, I can, I don't need to go for food um, on a daily basis, which I would do. And some things I've learned over a program is, um, like, food, I, I used food, and food was my, um, like, my friend. It was everything I went to, and so the other thing I'm not supposed to do is skip meals. <laughs> and I didn't skip a meal, but I, have, I need to eat again. Um, so I lost track of my mind. I'm going to go back to... Um, so food was my comfort, my companion, everything. And so when I came to program, I had to be grateful that food, food got me through the most painful part of my life. And I had to acknowledge and thank my disease because... They, it helped me walk through what I needed to walk to. I wasn't present, but it got me through what I needed to walk to. So this is a perfect addition to where self-care comes in, where I've been running around all day, went for a swim, and I haven't had my snack before I, because I'm going to go home and eat dinner. And so I'm working out with my sponsors, because I get into trouble when I uh, don't take care of myself, and then I would go home and eat the house, eat whatever's there. Box of cereal, muffins, cakes, because I didn't do my self-care, so... It's pretty funny that I'm doing it in front of everybody. <laughs> okay, so I'll talk about the substance that's right in front of me. Um, that we are powerless over food and our lives have become unmanageable. Thank you. So with, um, you know, when I was taking laxatives and basically shitting my pants because I couldn't get to the bathroom in time, that was my life was unmanageable. And, to, you know, I, I, that is not even a part of my life today. Like, I don't even think about taking, like, taking laxatives. I don't think about, like, how many calories I'm eating today. Thank God God has removed my obsession from that. And to came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And I, my life was so insane. Like, just the, like, going shopping, compulsive exercising, you know, just the rat wheel would go on and on. 
And I, when I got here, I had to believe that God would restore me to sanity. I didn't believe that he would, would restore me to sanity, but I, be, I had to believe that he would. And three was to make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. And, you know, the whole God thing was so freaky when I came. Like, if people told me you had to believe in God when I got here, I would have left skin marks. Like, no one said I had to do anything. Just keep coming back. Just stay until you hear your story. And, um, and so I do the first three steps to the best of my ability every day. I'm choking on it. And so the, what I try to do is, like, I'm in bed, and that's when I know how to do it. Like, if I get on a bed, my day's like a match, and it's hard to, like, get everything done that I want to do. So I pray in bed. And pray wherever you can. If you have to pray in your car, if you pray on your way to work, pray in the bathroom, whatever you need to do, pray where you need to pray. And um, so I say the first three steps before I even get out of bed because that small step gives me some clarity and freedom before I even get running through the day. And um, we're ta- or we going to made a searching and fearless moral inventory ourselves is step four and. Like, things I've learned that I've done before program was, is I was not present with my partner when it came to be time to be intimate. I was thinking I was too fat, I just binged, I was not going to, you know, like, get intimate. I just, I'm, I feel so fat, you know, and I'd be um, just so not present. And um, the, I was never, like, I would bend over backward for people, so I, like, didn't have a lot of amends to make and on that respect, but I had a lot of amends to make to myself. How much, like, the way I, my head would talk to me, like, the negativity in my head, like, I would never speak to another person like that, but I would speak to myself like that. And so, um, like, I had to make amends to myself first before, and, and treat myself like I would somebody else, because I just... My disease is so is of negativity and amnesia. Like I forget Evolo Food program. Oh yeah, the Serenity Prayer. I can say the Serenity Prayer, and that's why I keep coming back because I keep forgetting like all the different tools that we have available for to, that are available to us. And um, like the one thing my one of my sponsors told me is like you need like when I first got here she's like you need to go buy new panties because like it's a, always an inside job. We need to take care of ourselves first and foremost. And um, so, like, buying new panties, buying new clothes. And I had a hard time when I first got here. Like, I was so angry at the way that I was at. And it wasn't extremely obese. But for me, like, I would have killed myself if I would have gotten any heavier. And that's where I get, like, this disease can can bring me down. And, um, And so... Like, she's like, you have to be where you are today. So if today you're size 20, today you're size 20, go buy some new pants. Like, one outfit. You need to have one nice outfit so you're not schlepping around in your sweatpants and your, you know, saggy underwear. Like, she's like, you need to go and get new new clothes because that's where it starts. An inside job. We let our higher power in. And, um... So that's one, one thing, first things I learned when I came here. Another thing I had to do when I came here was... My thinking wasn't working for me, obviously, because I came to program and I was so tired of binging and purging and running around in craziness. And um, she's like, if you want to, it's like the patterns. 
It's like, if you're going to change your patterns, you need to start changing your life. And the first thing that she had me do when I came to program was drive home a different way. So that meant if I forgot, I had to, like, back up out of the car, go around the block once, and park back in. Because what it is is we get off autopilot. We start, if you, we drive a different way home. Like, I learned, like, six different ways to get home now. And um, I still try to, like, go to work, drive to work a different way because then if I have... If I do things differently, I'm going to see and be open to new um, new suggestions and new ways of life. And if I'm just like on autopilot, focused, with my horse blinders on, running my life the way I think I need to, I'm not going to be like, I can't let God in in that way. And so, um, so letting my, so higher power is one of the things that was really hard for me when I got here. Like, if you would have said church or God, I'm out of here. I don't want to hear that. But, they, you know, what I heard here was you can choose your own form of God. And um, so, like, when I first got here, like, I feel connected to, like, the oceans, to the national parks. And so that's where I go. When I'm feeling struggling, like, I make regular dates with my higher power. I go out and I go see the ocean. I go out. And it doesn't have to, It's not about the hike. It's about being present, being with nature, hearing birds sing. Seeing the dolphins, like, swim, like, I love just going down. And no one else can see the dolphins because they're so busy, like, focusing on themselves. And, like, oh, my God, there's a whole, you know, pack of dolphins out there. And that's where I see my higher power. And, um, like, some days, like, some days I'm on strike with my higher power. I'm like, I'm on strike. I don't like any way you're doing this. <laughs> and I, it's okay, like, one of my sponsors says, it's okay if, like, you say F you to your higher power. It's okay because you're still communicating. You're still trying to connect with your higher power. And, like, I don't do that often. I don't recommend it. But as long as you're, you, the attempt to make the communication is there. And, um, like, what I learned, in, like, nine years ago, I never did any meditation. And now it is a big part of my life. And I have, like, a little, I, I have a Buddha statue. You can have whatever you want with seashells and a little plant that's dying and so when I walk by and I'm like oh higher power oh higher power you know like I it's a reminder for me to like take 30 seconds and say there's another to let in the sunlight of the spirit because that's what I get in this program with my higher power and the sunlight of the spirit like I get to be present I get to like I'm not in my negative disease so I'll just talk a little bit about my relapse I um I, I traveled around the world, quit my job, sold everything I owned, and traveled around the world. And it was an amazing experience, and I could not have done that without program. And so I learned how, like, part of my abstinence is I have an abstinence that I can go to any country on earth and still be abstinent. I don't, it's not rigid for me. Like, a lot of, I hear a lot of people are so rigid. And if that works for you, great. Rigidity does not work for me. Like, I was so rigid myself. Like, I don't need someone else's whip to whip me because I was very good at whipping myself. And so um, I made it around the world, and I said, okay, I'll take this job in Switzerland and um, be a nanny. And that was hindsight. Like, I should, what I should have done is given my two weeks notice when it wasn't working out. But I'm like, oh, no, like, I have to be perfect. Like, I can't quit on my assignment. And, and this is where it kind of goes back to self-care. Like, I need to take care of myself first so I can be of service to my higher power and to others. And I was so unhappy there, like, she was very rigid, very strict, like, she wouldn't let me have my own food in the refrigerator, um, and then it just didn't work out, and, and so I started, like, doing the behaviors, 
So that's what t- that's what's triggering me. If I'm not, if I, my my program starts to slide, I'm like sneaking food. I'm eating in the bathroom. Um, you know, I have to like go back and re- in the Switzerland. It was not that easy to replace something because the stores close at six o'clock, mm-hmm. and I had to like run out and like find like a gas station so I could replace the food. And like that's when I know like it started slipping. It started slipping. And there was one meeting a week in Zurich, and it was like a $40 train ride to get there, because it was really far out. And when I should have gone, as hindsight I can say, like, I should have gone when I could before, so when I got in trouble, I had a, I had a support system. Um, and this was before OA was on the internet and everything else. And um, they would translate um, the meeting in German to English for me. And, like, that is something, like, I have, like, people in OA who, I mean, that's a huge service, like, stop the meeting, translate, so the one person who could, uh, who couldn't understand German, they translated it for. And there's a girl who let me stay at her house a couple times, and I actually turned over her stuff. And still, because I was so, um, bending over backward for this, this person I worked for in Switzerland, I, you know, like, I just, that's where I ease, or I'm so frustrated and I feel overwhelmed, unloved, unwelcome, that that's when I go for the food. And um, so I broke my abstinence. I ate through Zurich, and I purged. And then, um, like, I was, I was in abstinence for a weekend, and that Monday, July 1st, is when I got back on the horse. And, like, I knew program was there. None of you guys would have known I broke my abstinence. Like, you guys, who cares, you know? But for me, I knew that I had to be honest. See, that's the one big thing program has taught me is I have to be honest. If I'm not honest, you know, what's the point of lying to my sponsor about my food? There's no point. And you just add that to your <laughs> amends and things like that. So what I really learned is to be honest here. And honest about my food, honest about what's going on. Okay, so this is a perfect, um, so what I want to talk about a little bit for is, also for the people who have been in program for a while, um, like my program gets really like mundane, like go to the same meeting, um, and you know, I get on cruise control. When I'm on cruise control, like yeah, I can do it, but then, you know, I, I have a little bit more crackers that night, or I eat foods that are a little bit more triggering. And so some things that have helped me is, um, like, be of service. Um, I started a big book meeting with my sponsees. That has helped out immensely. Um, and, like, when I want to, I, I found, like, one of the reasons why I started the meeting is because I was feeling fat, and I wanted to lose weight. And, um, I, like, no matter how much I focus on how much weight I want to lose, like, it doesn't work. Like, if I'm trying to do anything, it's not going to happen. And I had these pair of jeans that I wanted to get into. And, um, like, when it's, when it's up to me, it's not going to happen. So if, when, I put fo- when I focus on the program, I focus on calling others, like, the, take the perspective off the food and into program, it, like, the weight just fell off. Like, I didn't even have to do anything. And so... Um, so that, I found that very helpful. It's like, there's so many, we were so lucky in LA to have so many meetings, but if someone could start a meeting in another area or another part of town, because like Zurich had one meeting a week, that's all, that's all they had. And, um, I wanted to, not that anyone wanted to call me now, but I want to get my email out, because I know this is broadcast to people around the world, and my email is c.waterbaby at gmail.com. And feel free to, um, you know, email me and, 
because I, I realize like we're so lucky in Los Angeles to have so many programs, but you know to have people. You know, I went to meetings in New Zealand and Australia and Zurich, and it's just amazing, like, how what, what's been started here has been shared around the world. And I just was so grateful that those meetings were there, and so to, to kind of give back what I've been given. And, um, okay, so it used to be like, so I can tell my blood sugar's coming back. Um, what happens? What happens now? So a little bit of talk about what happens, what, what I do now is, my, I'm also an Al-Anon. I'm not going to share that here because this is an OA meeting, but I find that OA, Al-Anon has also helped me in my life as well. So I go to three meetings a week. Um, I do my best, the best of my ability. I email my sponsor my food. And that has really, like, I have been in program a long time. Sometimes I email my food. Sometimes I don't. But I found, like, when I email my food, my food is clean. I don't, I don't know what the magic is in that, but it is. And so I email my sponsor my food. Um, I go three meetings a week. I say the first three steps before I get out of bed. I try to do meditation, and it really kind of waxes and wanes. But the biggest thing is, like, just stay in contact with my higher power. And um, obviously do the steps. Like, some people, like, I go to the meetings, and I feel better. When I do the step work, I get better. Um, and I do, I sponsor others. And I'm not so good at outreach calls. I have to admit that. But I will definitely, when people call me, I really try to call them back. And um, I work nights, weekends, and holidays. I work 12-hour shifts or longer. And so this is this is kind of a great example of how I wasn't prepared enough. But, like, this is what I'm learning. I get to keep learning a program where I have to learn to, like, eat, a bre- like, a big breakfast before I go into work. It may be eight hours before I get my lunch break. And so, like, now I carry this. Everyone has my little Trader Joe's packets. Like, I keep those in my pocket so when I feel like this at work, because I get restless, irritable, discontent. And I am not a nice nurse. I'm trying to say that. I am not a nice person when I'm, when I'm hungry. And as you can see, like, I'm, like, shaky and everything else. And so I, that is what I'm, that's what I'm currently working on in the program. And so, like, I boil my little hard-boiled eggs, and I have them, like, in my, so, like, when I'm running out the door, because I just woke up and I'm going to go to a meeting or whatever, because I worked the last four nights, like, I have something there for me. And um, the little Trader Joe's bags are good. And so, like, I'm learning to cook again and learning to cook what's healthy. And, um, you know, I also learn, like, even though I need to, I get to eat foods that are yummy for me. Like, if um, if I don't have a meal that feels satisfying at work, of course, when they, when they walk in the box of donuts, I'm going to want donuts. And that's just not part of my food for me. Um, so part of my abstinence is what I meant to say before my blood sugar dropped, is um, no dieting. I don't, I don't get to diet. Um, I, I No purging. Um, I, I don't binge like I used to binge, and I certainly don't, I can't say I never binge, but it's like I do not like eat bags of cookies and boxes of cookies and chips and things like that. Um, and I, I, to the my best of my ability, I don't binge. But that's kind of, I have some leeway there. And I'm not, that's not right how I'm saying it. I don't binge, but it's like for me, one raisin's too many, then I felt it, it feels like a binge to me. So it's very kind of, um, like for me, there's a lot of gray area. I'll just open it up for questions, and that way I can keep more focused. So I apologize, and um, thanks for letting me share.
So the question is, how do I stay in contact with my higher power? And um, like I say, like I, um, for me, any sort of praying works for me. Like whatever comes out. So I, um, I pray before I get out of bed. That's my main, my main thing. Um, I go for walks, and I see the high. Like I, I'm actually it's part of it when I drive in. If I, I have to take the time and take five more minutes and drive because I live near the beach and I go up on this hill and I can see from Catalina to Point Doom. And I drive purposely drive up there to spend 30 seconds and say, thank you, higher power. I can see there's a power greater than myself. I can, like, I can't even see across the ocean. And so um, I asked him for, to me to be of service, to show me patience, tolerance, and kindness for others. Um, and, you know, I hear God through other people. When I go to meetings, I'm like, oh, I hear that. Like, so I, I hear God through other people. Um, and I think that meditation's really helped with just getting quiet. Because in my mind, I'll be like, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I got a million things to do. But when I sit there and meditate and just count my breaths, or part of my meditation is on like, I'm happy, joyous, and free. And um, the other thing is gratitude lists. Sorry, tangent from that question, but with gratitude lists, like if I'm all negative, my life sucks, and I have to work, and ah, like if I like make a list of my my sponsor make me do not three gratitudes but twenty gratitudes. So I'm like, I'm grateful for toilet paper, I'm grateful for shampoo, and grateful for you know people who carry cheese in their pockets. I get that on my um, gratitude list, and. Um, because my disease is, is such negative thinking, and um, so, like, that's been a huge part of my gratitude. So the plan was when I work 13 hours, how do I come home and um, basically not reach for the food? Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on what shift I do, because I do, I do nights, days, mid-shifts, I do all that. And um, so what I try to do is, like, I have, like, if it, it's a night shift, I have a nice standard meal before I walk in and then I eat I carry the little things in my pocket and um, I'll have like a yogurt at like 5 in the morning so when I come home I'm not going to eat the house and that's another thing I've learned in this program is like I have to prevent myself from being so hungry that I go home and eat the house because I will definitely do that um, some other things I do is um, I, I get to eat not fun food but like if I'm eating you know, tuna and rice cakes, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna reach for the food. So I get to eat foods like, I have a protein, a starch, and, um, protein starch, and a vegetable, a fruit or vegetables every meal. Like, that's just standard issue. And I get to have some fun with that, and that's why I'm learning to cook, and, and taking different cooking classes, so I get to mix it up and have some more. So the question was, can I talk about my experience with 6 and 7? So 6 is, um, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character, and 7 is humbly asking to remove our shortcomings. So 6 and 7, um, thank you for the question. Um, the one thing I learned with 6 is, like, what, um, what are my defects of character? And so one of my first sponsors, like, made me write out, like, um, perfectionism and like look it up in the dictionary to really see what that means so I, I remember looking them up and seeing how they come out in life and wh- when when am I irritable when am I trying to be perfect um, and this like it came with the food like I 
had to acknowledge that that is just part of who I am, and I have to be, like, our character defects are, like, the middle, sorry, people can't see it, but, like, it's, like, the middle, you have volume on low and volume on high, or overdrive, and when my character defects are, like, perfectionism is kind of good in my line of work, um, <laughs> but when it's on overdrive, that's when I feel like, you know, I look at my socks, and I'm like, oh, my socks are wrong, you know, or I'm like, my car isn't clean, and that's, that's when my character defects on overdrive, but, like, it, it's important to make sure all my I's are dotted and T's are crossed when it's appropriate, and so that's something I really get to work on often is, like, okay, those your character defects on overdrive, and that's where I get to use my God box, like, I write, I put down, um, you know, please remove my perfectionism because I'm not of service to you and to my and to my fellows. And that's kind of where I really get to turn it over, and um, and find you know, and some it's the usual the usual suspects for me, you know, and it just kind of comes up in a different way, or I can see that, um, and I get to work different things around it, like you know, putting in the God box is my main thing, but like trying to be, have compassion for what's upsetting me. So, like, if someone's, like, usually, how do I say that? But just try to, look, like, see, see the different perspective and see what, be, what behind it is, what maybe is driving them. Because when I was in my disease, like, of course I wasn't present. I'm like this. I'm like, I'm mad because, like, the fast food is taking too long. And, I'm, and like, I yelled at the counter servant, the person at the counter, because my food took too long. And so, like, I just get to have compassion and, like, okay, this is just my disease talking or kind of seeing where that's at. Like, good? Okay. So the question was, how has program changed my relationships? And um, I also have to say that I'm an Al-Anon, so that's also helped. But some things I've learned in program is, like, I get to be a person of dignity. You know, if I'm going to be there at 5 o'clock, I'm going to be there at 5 o'clock. Um, I, send bir- I don't have any family here, but I send birthday cards. And that's something I've never done before. And, like, really get to... Um, you know, think of others, because I am very self, I don't mean to be, but I'm very self-centered and self, self-focused, self and so this is where I get to, like, put others first, um, and so, like, I went out on a date last night for bowling, and he's like, oh, my, do you want to do another game? I'm like, well, please be honest with me. Tell me what you want so we can decide together, like, if we want to continue bowling, and so, like, Getting down to basics, like, I don't care if you do or you don't, but just be honest about what you feel. And from from an honest answer, we can move together in the direction that will work for both of us and not just for me or not just for the other person. Um, and so I actually went to Costa Rica with my sister. And, um, you know, I, I can't believe how smooth it went. It's because, because the program has taught me, you know, like we get to work together on this. And um, it's not all about me, you know. And... We both get tired, we, you know, and just be like, okay, I'm just tired. How, how can we work together? And before program, I never heard that. And it's kind of like um, just in other relationships, like at work, there's new people at work. I'm like, hi, my name's, you know, Colleen. You know, let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Or, and that, this, that small token of saying hello to the new people or the people that are just there for the day or to know that they can come and ask me questions is a huge thing. So I can see the small things in life, so I know that they're, you know, in my relationships. And, like, um, I, I call my dad, and he talks about the weather and his, you know, toes, but I still call, you know? <laughs> and and um, the 
the fact that I'm making an effort is there, and he can see the effort, you know, and um, so that, you know, I before program is all about counting the calories, making the graphs, <laughs> you know, obscure anybody else, and so just program has definitely taught me how to move through that. <coughs> how did you work step four? How did I work? The question was, how did I, how did I work step four? And um, step four is made a, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And um, I've done step four a couple different ways. The first time I was in program, there's like this little white book they had, and it's like a 10,000 questions. <laughs> um, and I did a question a day on that. Um, I've also done it, an, and as you go through them, like I've, they become different. They're not like this huge extensive um, forceps anymore. But um, so that, I think what's good about asking the questions, like, um, and I actually do a lot of mini forceps. That's what I tend to do now. Is I do a lot of mini forceps. So if somebody, if I have the same resentment, like, oh God, so and so is doing this, then I get to write. That's why I use a mini forcep, and it's like, who I resent, why, um, you know, what the reason is for. What's my part in it? You know, am I resentful? Am I, um, do I have expectations about that? Because that's a lot of what I eat over is I have an unconscious expectation of what the other person should be doing. So then I, of course, um, resentments are premeditated, or, so what I want to say, resentments are premeditated expectations. And so if I already think it's going to be this way and it doesn't happen this way, of course I'm going to be resentful. And so, um, and I've added actually a fourth, a, a fifth column, which, which is what's historical about this. Because I, I um, for example, back in high school, people used to call me cow and weren't very nice to me and things like that. And so, um, so I think it was called, the, I call them the snotty girls group. And so when... That happened in high, you know grade school and in high school, and then now when it happens at work, like this this, this little pack of naughty girls are around, and they don't include me in their activities. Like that's that's for me historical. It's not necessarily that they are being rude to me now, but it's because I've had a situation where people were snotty to me in the past, called me cow, you know, like all these things. And so when I'm like overreacting, it's usually because of something in the past. It's not necessarily, it is about the present as well, but it's usually because I'm, I didn't re- react and respond then. I went to the food instead of being able to do a mini four-step about it. The question is, how have I worked through fear? And fear is definitely a big one for me. Fear of not doing it right, fear of being imperfect, fear, you know, all of that. And what I um, usually do is I write it down and I put it in my God box. And like, the, so if I'm fear that whatever, I like fold it up, put it in my God box, or I or even like burn it. Like I have to physically turn it over and, and let God take care of it. Because when I think like if I can do any kind of, if I think I can fix it, it's not going to help. Um, so my God box is kind of full. <laughs> and um, I also pray about it, and I ask, you know, God, God to give me the tools I need to and the, the, the light and the spirit and the show me the path I need to do to get there. Um, and, do, and of course I do this all imperfectly and, um, and I can talk to others about it 
because I really need to hear what other people's experience, strength, and hope about what they're going through. And so I keep coming back to meetings because I hear, like, how they work through their fear. Um, so I talk to others about it. Um, I pray, meditate. When I sit, I kind of, when I meditate, I just kind of relax and, like, you know, show me, show me the path I need to go. And so sometimes it comes through meditation. Sometimes it comes through the words of others. All right. Thanks for letting me share.